Welcome, welcome, sunny side up. <laughs> a snizzy, snazzy welcome, as Hannah said. Side up. Yes. Happy Wednesday to Happy all Wednesday. little homies out there. Hump day. We're almost yeah. through with the week. Yeah, honestly, Wednesday's my favorite day of the week. Tell me more. Well, I don't know, man. It's just like Monday, obviously. Sunday and Monday suck, to be fair. I hate fair. Sundays. I don't um, mind Sundays, but continue. I only, I've only conditioned myself to like Sundays because for the past two years, we've been recording on Sundays pretty much. Fair, so, fair. But Sunday yeah. also is a good brunch day. And that's why I like Sunday. That is true. And too. football in the fall on Sundays, you just sit there, you watch some football, have a good I, time, get some work done. <laughs> that's you. <laughs> but, oh my God, dude, I got, I got an internship for over the summer with a sports company. Can so you... much clapping and excitement no, for me but... and the home skillet. <laughs> no, but for those who do not know me, that, I mean that's wild. But yeah, I am not. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a sports person at all. Like I can like you know bump a volleyball or well, you play any sports as a kid. Did I play any sports as a kid, yeah. Gabriella? I, did I? Is there any sport I didn't play as a kid? You played softball. I know that for sure. In high school, I was varsity captain for softball basketball and volleyball hold on how did I not know that we've like I think we have this conversation like every six months I'm sorry I'm so sorry (laughs) no that's cool yeah I mean Mm -hmm. I was I played volleyball but damn you I would have been like scared of you probably I was like oh my god the captain like get me out please (laughs) I was I feel like I was always a captain not for I was never like bad at athletics but I was never like exceptionally good skills wise but I was like there were always co-captains and I was always like the leadership captain you know like I was the rally the team get everyone hyped you're good at that yeah you know help the people who have no idea what's going on and like teach (laughs) them what's going on that kind yeah. of thing okay so I did that and friends. then <laughs> I also was on golf club in middle school not to flex I, or anything I played golf <laughs> in middle school too that's, okay that I don't think I did <laughs> that's so funny yeah I took weekly golf lessons and um it was probably the shortest amount of time I've ever played a sport but it was there it was there so that that's counts. awesome yeah golf club in middle school for us was just Shirley who was our English teacher um oh surely she, she was really short and scottish and so she <laughs> played golf and would just like take us out golfing like once a month and that sure. was golf club. um and then i played soccer from like birth until eighth grade and i also did tennis for a while and dance tennis too oh okay hey, so you were yeah, oh my god you were very well-rounded yeah see yeah. like i did i did basketball and I did softball for a really long time, but volleyball was the longest. And like, I know how to play them, but like, I, I'm going to be a little lost with like statistics. I'm going to have to make designs for stats and stuff. I'm like, I don't know any of those technical things. So well, once I'm going to, do- I'll hit you up for that. I'll call you up for that stuff. <laughs> We're going to, that's what our, our podcast is now transitioning yeah. to sports talk. So yes. this is now a sports podcast where sports we'll talk about stats. Up. Instead of posting a, a playlist every week, we'll be posting stats. <laughs> Speaking of a playlist. <laughs> Did someone say playlist? Yeah. Playlist. All right. This playlist I'm honestly pretty hyped for. I think it's a solid, <laughs> bizarre, <laughs> solid playlist. A weird mix. A weird mix for sure. Quite the mix. Um, yeah. So our theme this week for our playlist was um, concert songs we love. So songs we've been at a concert and heard they were just like super epic and it was just like a you had to be there moment but now yeah. you can to recording where you're not actually there heck yeah and we can also hear these songs and close our eyes and relive those moments um because I love outdoor music or just hearing even from a speaker in your backyard or anything just hearing music outside is a different kind of serotonin than just listening to music regularly like in your earbuds or inside I thinking of songs that I've heard live was very difficult because I haven't been to a ton of concerts and majority of them have been Taylor Swift so (laughs) that I didn't want every song I chose to be Taylor Swift but we worked you did want it but that wouldn't be socially acceptable no no (laughs) people would be like dude who are you this is not like the sunny side up swift edition you know i mean oh we should do that as a playlist 
favorite Just Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift songs. Hey, you don't have to convince me. I am down. <laughs> I'm down. No argument here. No. I equally really have not been to a lot of concerts. I've mainly been to, aside from the two country concerts I've been to now, um, which one of them was yesterday from recording yeah. this. So truly not too much time there. I've only other otherwise been to Jingle Ball. So yeah, but that's cool because you pay for one ticket and get to see a bunch of artists. I I went to um I don't it wasn't Jingle Balls like Kiss FM or something like mm-hmm. that in high school. Um and um it was like the chain smokers and Bryce Vine and like all those people who were like super popular when we were in high school, you know. Mm-hmm. So but that stuff is cool. Like it's very like well-rounded. Yeah, and for Jingle Ball, I also didn't even have to pay for the tickets because my friend's dad worked for yeah. radio so I would just pull up like to see a bunch of random people I never knew who was like gonna be there or not so I remember one time specifically we were driving there and on the radio a song from Ed Sheeran came on and I was like you know what like I bet you he's great live like he's someone I would pay money to go see him live and then he was at Jingle Ball and I was like <laughs> he manifested it so exciting <laughs> yeah that is cool yeah he's he's a really great singer I haven't heard a lot from him recently I think like he had music wise oh my god and so I think he so like, right. took a little yeah. break to you know be a dad good for you Ed <laughs> yeah go off Ed what is it with all of these redheads having kids because Rupert Grint also had a kid that's really <laughs> weird because he and my brain will always be like 16, just like Harry yeah. Potter. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. He will always be Ron Weasley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So give me, give me a country song. All right. So three of my country songs are <laughs> from last night when I went, there was a Kenny Chesney concert and he had like, it was basically like a little mini festival. The singing started at five o'clock and it didn't end until like 1130. Yeah. That's cool. Um, yeah, Carly Pierce went first, and then Old Dominion, and then Dan and Shay. And um, so I chose, let's see, which song should I talk about? <laughs> one of the songs I chose was Hotel Key by Old Dominion, um, because that's one of the first songs that I got into country listening to. I would, like, drive around with my cousin, and uh, she would, like, play country music, and I would, like, personality piece was that I did not like country music. Yes. And then I was like, shoot, this is kind of... <laughs> It's kind of good. Kind of a bop. Yeah. And it's just like a classic. Everyone knew it. Everyone was singing it. You know, it's a good vibe. It's good vibes. Obviously, I didn't know you in high school, but that I feel like you not liking country music fits you so much. So it's so funny to like see you listen to all these country songs. And I said this before we recorded, but Hannah, I rely on Hannah for my country exposure because I don't really know. Like I had friends in high school who like we're obsessed with country music. And I was, I was the one who was like, eh, like no country music. Like I like every other genre, like EDM, rock, like whatever, but no country whatsoever. And now I'm like, same thing, like Ooh, Dan and Shay, but Dan and Shay is like pop country to me. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I definitely like contemporary country, which Dan and Shay are like more pop country, but I think part of it is like, when you hear country, you think like classic country, like, mm-hmm. like my uncle has a joke where he's like, you know, what happens when you play a country song backwards? And it's that the guy gets his truck, his car and his dog, his truck, his wife and his dog back or something like that. Cause they're <laughs> like all like, yes, okay, that's I, mean, so I funny. totally bombed that joke, but he says it really well. <laughs> like I got it. that, like, you know, like super like toxic masculine, like, oh man, I just need a beer and yes, my truck. Yeah. But like contemporary country, like all the songs on here, it there's a story behind them. It's not just like it's not toxic masculinity anymore, which is great. Um, and then also there's like a full dialogue story, like something happens, you can follow it. It's not just like repetitive. I don't know, like pop pop sometimes can be just like the same the same phrase like eight times and we're like wait what was this song actually about like what what was going on here yeah yeah and I mean I don't know if this is you know super accurate but the way I think about country I feel like most country artists write their own music um or at least not the maybe not the like quote unquote as you're saying toxic masculinity country but like the yeah contemporary Mm -hmm. more modern day or current country music and that's why it's storytelling and it's 
each verse is going through, you know, the next scene or whatever. Whereas pop songs, it's like they're written by this, you know, group of boring people who are sitting down at a table being like, how can we make the most money that is going to be, you know, with a, a, they're just worried about the catchy chorus, you know? Yeah. So that's kind of the difference. And that's part of it too, is like, I like, I realized for some of these, I'm like, oh, I only really know the chorus, but like, that's because there's whole song in between, you know, like most pop songs, if you know the chorus, you basically know the whole thing. Mm -hmm. This is like, these are full, full verses, blah, blah, blah. You know, it keeps going. It's a whole thing. So yeah. Yeah. They have depth to them. them. Yeah. Yeah. And it was interesting too, because like they're walking up on stage literally in like jeans and a t-shirt. And we were talking about that at the concert of like, like so many concerts now there's all these backup dancers and choreography and like there's so much more than just the music whereas country concerts are like quite literally just about the music so the music has to then be good yeah no that is such a good point because I like when I I think of like gray t-shirt jeans cowboy boots you know and that's their uniform um yes and yeah that is that is such a good like point um because it really is all about the production nowadays for concerts you know Mm -hmm. and um country quite literally like strips all of that away so that's very cool yeah um but uh another so one of my songs um I picked um kind of for the reason that you were just talking about with story like a storyline um it's by this it's called all love by this artist named Fletcher I love that song oh my god I'm so glad you know that song it's so great um, and okay, so I saw her, she opened for Lainey, um, and Lainey's another, or another Do you band. like Lainey? Girl? Oh my God. I'm like, I was waiting for you to say you were ridiculous. <laughs> Actually, speaking of, look at this sweatshirt that I have next. <laughs> A Lainey sweatshirt? Yeah. The two most Crazy. you identifying things, sweatshirts Crazy. and Lainey. <laughs> anyway um so yes so Fletcher opened up for Lainey when I saw them my senior year of high school and I had I knew one song by her but not many um and I like after the concert I was like looking through all my videos um that I had taken and I was watching this one video that I took of her singing this song all love and I was like a 13 second video so and I didn't know what the song was called and I must have looked up I had probably like three lines of lyrics to look up to try to figure out what the song was That's called because I was worst. so obsessed with it and I could not find it and I later found out that it was an unreleased song that she had performed oh um, yeah so that was like one of the reasons why I brought it up because I think that's super cool when artists do that that's like such a hype thing um but when it finally came out I was like I listened to the lyrics and it's basically about like she like was in love with this girl and she was you know they were dating or a thing or whatever and then she sees this girl in a bar and it's like super awkward and it's just like oh my god the tension and whatever and I just I love that like she's saying that it's still all love you know but it sucks and I I really like that that concept um but I was like miserable when I found out that I couldn't add it to a playlist or anything so yeah, they were like, this song spoke to my soul and I need it, but it <laughs> doesn't exist. <laughs> yes, yes. So great song. Go listen to her. She's cool. Bryce Fine did that when he came to perform for us. One of his songs he hadn't really, Empty Bottles. Oh, yeah. And I remember him singing that when, like, when he came to Elon and being like, oh my God, unreleased. Like, yeah. I want to listen to it, but it's just gone. Good PR move, honestly. I love that you know that song because I don't know like anyone else who knows that. Yeah, no, yeah. And it's I, a fun little niche one. We're, we're just we're just like we're just not like other girls <laughs> oh I hate I hate I hate us <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right and the, the only song that's on this playlist that is not country is like the most random to be in the middle of country music so it's like country 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 and then 1-800-273-8255 by Logic which mm-hmm. is the suicide hotline is the um number there and he so I heard this song when I was at Jingle Ball and it was like Logic really was not big at all he like had a very very short set while he was there um I mean like he was big obviously he was at Jingle Ball but he wasn't like you know Ed Sheeran was coming on next kind yes, of thing yes um but he was just incredible live like so good he worked the crowd 
an insane amount. He's saying happy birthday, which normally I think comes off as like tacky, but he did it so well. And he was just like (laughs) such a good performer that like, I went back and I added this to my playlist and I was like, all right, I like, I would go to any one of his concerts, even though he sang other songs that I didn't know of his, because I'm not very familiar with him as an artist in general. Um, But like to be that good of an artist that like, I don't know your songs, but I'm like interested and like fully involved at this like the entire set was like really cool so yeah I feel like you needed a little shout out oh yeah (laughs) yeah just on like a lyrical standpoint like I remember when that that song first came out and you know I I wish I had some sort of statistic for it but like I remember that the calls to that number and like mental health awareness stats and stuff like that went up after that song got super popular which is freaking awesome we need so much more of that in like culture today um or like pop entertainment culture um because he really like I don't know having it so explicit in a song like that like the number like that's how people are going to memorize it that's how you're going to even some people just don't know that there's a number like that that exists you know so I think like that's so awesome that he used his platform like for that for that reason so snaps snaps to you logic that's super go off logic (laughs) so I think I've talked about Mount Joy on the show before but um my lovely lovely friend Peyton introduced me to Mount Joy um uh, like a, two, a year and a half ago, whatever it was, but um, they're so cute, folky, like um, little guitar, acoustic kind of vibes. Um, and uh, I saw them in concert last May, like 40 minutes away from Elon. Uh, and it was, I mean, again, I haven't been to many concerts, but it was probably one of the best concerts that I've been to. Um, just first of all, like we were sitting in just like a big, field on the grass there's no like seating no one's like crowding the stage or anything it was just such a laid-back like environment people were just dancing like sitting on little like picnic blankets um so I feel like when the vibe is that good it just elevates the music you know um and uh this is just I mean like one song from uh that album that they performed but they're all great um and oh did I even say the name it's called Dirty Love by Mount Joy um but if you have not heard any Mount Joy songs definitely go check them out um they I play them in the morning when I'm getting ready it's like a nice like calming music for me so 10 I I was I'd say 11 out of 10 11 out of 10 11 out of 10 I know crazy quite the praise from Gabriella Roach (laughs) wow um I I think you have talked about them and I've been meaning to listen to them and just simply have not so now I will if even I mean I can even like if you're gonna listen to any song listen to Julia by Mount Joy I think you would really like their music um yeah, it's just, it like makes me, it just makes me happy. It's like good little serotonin music, which we, we the need. the best kind of music. We need I that. Mm-hmm. We need that. Especially, I think last week we were talking about the whole, um, if you listen to depressing music when you're happy, <laughs> like you're not stable. Yes. Just, no, but remember, I you, said you yeah. are stable. <laughs> even if you are stable, it's probably, probably better to be listening to happy music. Hey man, not I don't always, but I love that you have a song by Briston Maroney too, because we've talked about that on the show. Yes, they, yeah. um, Briston Maroney opened up for the Mount Joy concert that I saw. Oh, cute. Um, and they're like, I would say it's like Briston Maroney, Mount Joy, like uh what is the the backseat lovers like that whole vibe um of music is like my favorite genre of music it's like indie a little bit like rock in there um but yeah like if you want to hear all of those songs all the other songs that we picked you should go listen to our spotify the spotify yeah the ssu collective heck yeah which also depending on where exactly you're listening to this podcast you should have access to this specific playlist as well Yes. Yeah. If you're listening to it, to this episode on our Signing Side Up Spotify, it's right there. But if you're listening on WSOE's Spotify, you can head on over to our Instagram to find the actual playlist itself. Um, which, no matter what, speak- you can find it. Yes. But speaking of WSOE slash Elon, um, Hannah and I, we <laughs> well, one thing about WSOE, we decided um, next semester we're going back to live, live Yay! shows. 
the crowd goes wild. So wild. <laughs> so excited. I'm so excited. I miss live shows. I miss being in the studio, man. Yeah, no, there's just a different energy when you're in the studio. Yes. I mean, obviously we're exuding good energy right now, but it's just next sure. level in the studio. And our show as of right now, we're thinking is going to be Mondays, four to five, four to five. Yep. Four to five. So, you know, you're not busy Monday, four to five. No, no. what are you doing? You're driving home. You're walking back from class. You're getting ready to have dinner and you're, you're listening. listening to yep. sunny side up. <laughs> Dude, we're so same wavelength. It's I love same it. Brain. One brain. It's two great. People. <laughs> it's great. Um, okay. Also speaking of Elon, I know there was something that you wanted to talk about. Yeah. You. I, I just thought it was interesting to, to acknowledge the whole marriage pack situation. Um, <laughs> getting I, married. Tell me the marriage pack for those who don't know is that the first year they did it on Elon's campus was last year, but basically the marriage pact is you fill out this, like, I think it's like a 30 question survey with like a rating system or whatever. And they ask all kinds of seemingly random questions um, about you and like your preferences and partners, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And then based on that, they run a whole little equation to see, (laughs) to match you in the system and just the pool of people on your college's campus. And then they give you a match. And last year when I did it, I had a 99.98% match. Hi. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I went and met, met with the guy and it was fine. Nothing ever came of it. But like we went and we like had coffee and we were like weirdly similar. Um, <laughs> 99.8% similar. Yeah. Well, what's interesting too is that it, it factors in like not having all of the same answers. So it's not just like, oh, you happen to have the same exact it's like answers. like compatibility. Like, yeah. Yeah. Compatibility wise. Um, and also just like we had weird similarities. Like like we both had similar relationships with our grandparents, which is something that has like, which, how did you even get on the subject? <laughs> like literally has nothing to do with any questions that they asked us, but like we were compatible in that way. It was very weird. Yeah. Um, and then this year I haven't really heard anyone, they, it just came out, but I haven't really heard anyone's experience. I got matched with like a random, they give you friend matches because oh. the way, the way that they do it is that you, there has to be like, an exact same number of people that they're mm-hmm. matching. So um, normally like what happened both the years is that more women filled it out than men and more straight women filled it out than men. So they like all the straight women who did it after a certain amount of time, like certain date or whatever, just got friend matches with each other because oh, there wasn't I, enough people in the pool. I like that. That's like, um, that's like Bumble, how you can do dating or look for friends, which is cute. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially like, I don't know, on your college campus where like, you know, maybe without that, how else would you have met these people? You know, like that, that is a very good, like connecting thing. And I want to know who started it, like whose idea it was, if we know them. And well, um, it started like on a it? different, one of the Ivy campuses started it. Okay. Okay. But and I then, mean, like who at Elon runs it, you know, like, I'm just interested. I do know the girl's name. I don't remember it right now because she put in a group chat, like, does anyone want to help me with it? And I was oh. like, yeah. And then she responded and was like, okay, when can you chat? But I never saw it. Oh, sad. <laughs> so you could have <laughs> been a part of the, the big marriage pact. Exactly. I could have been making matches for people and helping them. <laughs> Um, but I didn't check my messages. And yeah, so what's, what's the science behind that? Like, I wonder how they do that. It's very interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. And then they also, oh, part of why I wanted to mention it is they have this new fun thing where you can sign up for daily questions. Oh, so they give you daily questions. And then, um, so like today's question I got in my email is my partner needs to get along with my friends. They're strongly disagree or strongly agree. And then based on your answers, it tells you like demographics and like who you're most similar to and not. So it's like 30, 35% of people agreed with my answer. Men are most likely to disagree with you on your answer. (laughs) However, your answer is for women. (laughs) That's kind of funny. (laughs) Yeah. So it's just like a funny thing. And I think it's interesting, like just learning about people. Yeah. Yeah. And whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of interesting things, did you have a fun fact? 
I did. I have an interesting fun fact. It's so weird that you like asked me that. Thank you for, thank you for, you know, giving me the floor. <laughs> so honestly, we've been killing it with transitions today. I'm not going to lie. No, we have. And you know, it just gets better with time, man. I wanted to stay on trend a little bit with our theme of the episode. Um, so I chose a concert fun fact, and this is like super random, but I just thought it was like a very wild Fun facts. Okay, so Pink Floyd had a concert in Italy uh, in 1989, and it was a free concert. So like a ton of people showed up. And I'm just going to read this from this website. It says, not only did the vibrations from the concert cause structural damage to several historic works of sculpture and architecture, but the more than 200,000 people left 300 tons of garbage like on the concert grounds and there was no like porta potties at the concert so you can you can only imagine what that did um and uh yeah apparently also people were so upset at the like destruction that happened <laughs> that the mayor resigned <laughs> and like I'm, I'm not laughing because it's funny I'm just laughing because like that who knew that a concert could <laughs> cause such outrage with like the political system like literally yeah yeah uh, that's not even a fun fact that's a scary fact that is a scary fact I mean we have other of course scary you know instances with concerts um but that just only the facts just the, the sole fact that the vibrations from the speakers caused issues to architecture and like sculptures that's Insane. just like how how booming were those speakers how booming were they? But also think about this, right? Like you say free things and people show up. That, people yes. pull oh, up yeah. and that's like what's happening there. Yeah. So it wasn't even like probably didn't do much because normally with like tourism, it's like terrible and ruins everything. But you're like, well, we made money off of it. But if people are pulling up for free, the, you are making like, too much. Yeah. And there's also a sort of chaos I feel like that comes with free things is like people just go crazy and Mm -hmm. they don't know how to contain themselves because when is anything ever free like you would never ever hear of a free this was um yeah Pink Floyd like that's a huge band you would never hear of a big band currently holding a free concert because that's like a safety hazard like that's that is too it it's open it leaves room for too many risks and too too many errors so and capitalism would never allow it yeah they would be like some kind of communist thinking for free (laughs) that's ridiculous are you kidding me yeah are you kidding me (laughs) do you know who i am (laughs) sunny side up would perform for free though we would do it oh for sure yeah speaking of free things uh, my friend yesterday at the concert won a raffle for two free tickets on the floor at the Kenny Chesney concert and so she sold them and made 200 bucks so yeah and that's just free money right there literally oh my gosh that's awesome good for her man free money go off Rachel yeah that's so cool make bank Mm -hmm. but even that people people who showed up to the concert so people are waiting outside which means they had already bought a ticket because they were planning on going to the concert then paid a hundred dollars for each other ticket. Yeah. People, Capitalism. people are desperate. People also will do anything for their favorite artists or whatever, you know, do you have a crazy or interesting fun fact? I am so excited about this fun fact. I know I, you are. First of all, now I like open up Google and I like go to type anything in and it automatically suggests fun facts about same. science. Like, oh, oh, immediately. not same. Yeah. Okay. That's you. <laughs> Um, and this fun fact, I'm shocked I've never seen it before. It's a good one. It says the human brain, when awake, produces enough electricity to power a a 40 megawatt light bulb for 24 hours. Okay. Okay, science, Hannah, explain. <laughs> I can't explain. I don't electricity, know. Electricity? Our brain. Electricity is in our brain. Okay. Okay. Maybe I can explain. Now I'm thinking about it. I always hadn't thought about it. You are so, so funny. <laughs> basically, everything we do as humans is because there's electrical impulses in our brains that turn on and off different 
parts of our brains to signal like do this, do that, et cetera, et cetera. So there's not like too much electricity in our body in like any significant magnified way. Like you couldn't like just charge something in general. So like here you can actually do that because you'd have to like capture the energy and convert it to be able to have it power a light bulb. But just thinking about the magnitude of the amount of electricity that is actually being fired through your brain right now, as we're speaking right now, you could light a light bulb. If you were <laughs> able to capture and convert that energy into something to be able to connect to the light bulb, you could light a light bulb. I wonder if that, like, say you were to do that, how that affects your brain though. You know, like, I mean, I I'm super, 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 you know, this not a sciencey person. So I don't know if that's like a stupid question, but like, does that make you more tired or is that like nothing compared to the amount of energy that we use to like use our brains daily? Like that's like, is that for 24 hours? Like that's a long time. Is that like in the, the, yeah, this, this was a good fun fact, but they really didn't give us enough information because it doesn't tell you if it was like in an instant, like in any given moment, you have that much electricity. Is this over time? You have that much electricity. Fun fact, people, fun facts, but give us more. Where's the context people? Yeah. We should have went back to the the website with the raccoon. I think about him all the time. (laughs) All the time. This is kind of going backwards a little bit um, to a music topic, but there are so many albums coming out in May. Um, Like just some that I like read um, read about uh, when I looked this up is like Harry Styles, I think is like very end of May, Jack Harlow and Lizzo. And I'm very excited for Lizzo's album to come out because she definitely- I feel like produced- she hasn't dropped anything in a while. She hasn't. And she produces like really catchy songs and they're always super like empowering, like, like body positive mm-hmm. and just like empowering um, and- uh, this was just something else that I wanted to kind of touch on. She also came out with a shapewear line called Yiddy, which is just such a funny name. Um, I love that. Um, but she, I read this article and she said she was tired of seeing this sad restrictive shapewear that literally no one wanted to wear. Cause like Correct. shapewear is just like in, in and of itself is just a very restricting thing, obviously. Like, I guess that's kind of the whole point, but, um, it's like a super inclusive, like body neutrality kind of brand. Um, and I've been seeing like a ton of things on like TikTok and Instagram of her sending them to uh, like influencers and people trying them on and really loving them. So I think that is super cool that she's doing that. And um, it was definitely a void in that specific um, category of like clothing that needed to be filled. So I think that's awesome. Yeah, I hadn't even heard about that, but that sounds incredible. That doesn't surprise me at all because she is incredible and awesome and like I don't know it reminds me of like we were talking about Rihanna last I think last episode two episodes Mm -hmm. ago something along those lines we're talking about her and we're talking about Fenty and her um her makeup having all different shades and like this of just being like inclusive like it, it doesn't feel like it should be that hard of a concept of like people are all different shapes, sizes, and colors. So the products we make for them should be all different Mm -hmm. shapes, sizes, and colors. And wouldn't you want to make as many options as possible to make the most money from a, like a, like a economic standpoint? Yeah. Like you're cutting by not making it inclusive. You're cutting off a, like a lot of customers that you could be selling to and making money. So if you're just wanting to do it from a selfish standpoint like why would you not do that you know um yeah the the moral the acceptance the etc etc level is 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 pro inclusivity and then also the economics focused on you know profit and whatnot is also pro inclusivity yeah so corporate get on it (laughs) yeah snaps to lizzo (laughs) people in charge make it happen yeah and then i just circling back to harry styles album he came out with a new song or new something something i haven't even listened to it everyone keeps talking about it and i feel like a fake fan (laughs) you are a fake fan man get on that it's good i like it um i like him he's cool i think the more he progresses with his like sense of artist identity and like just his own music as like as he gets further and further away from One Direction vibes which I think he's very far from um but I like him more and more like I think he's 
um, doing cool things. And um, I also just read something like yesterday about him. Uh, it's just like he gets asked about his sexuality all the time. And he's mm -hmm. very much like, that's not what I'm here to talk about. Like, that's not what people should be like focusing on or like going crazy over like he's not one for labels or anything like that um, yeah he and, recently came out and said like I don't believe in labeling sexuality yeah. like that's outdated yeah yeah which is cool because yeah like I definitely there's like the pop culture is so like prioritizing and so nosy about everyone's sexuality and are they in this box or are they in this box it's like why can't you just care about the music why can't you care about what box their music is in like it just mm -hmm. yeah so that's cool he's putting on a good example I think yeah and I think it's also interesting looking at different genres and and stuff like that because like that has been so widely like accepted and promoted for him and he's like gotten a lot of positive feedback for that and then at the Kenny Chesney concert like if you look up Kenny Chesney's name he is super successful has had a lot of support etc cetera, etc cetera. like he's awesome and thriving but you look up his name and like one of the first things that comes up as like an auto suggested thing is like is Kenny Chesney gay and there's like all these rumors going around that he's gay because his um ex-wife started these rumors when oh, they geez. got a divorce and yeah. so like at least from my research and I haven't done too much in it it looks like like literally nothing has ever indicated that he was gay but just because she said it people are on it and there's like going from 2014 until now there's like so many articles being written about it and it's like why is that a focus like why is that if he is great if he's not great like just let the man live yeah, yeah that's yeah that is I did not um I've never heard anything about that that's so interesting um and it definitely like with any artist it it, it takes away from the music and it, it starts to like twist things into um more about like the artist's personal life which I think if we had any famous artist come on our show which would be really cool oh my god um, if you're interested <laughs> let us know yeah hit us up <laughs> um but they would all say the same thing that you know they want to make music and they want that is their um their priority that's why they're in the business or hopefully that's why they're in the business um not to like sell themselves from an identity standpoint and like for artists who are super open about their sexuality and who are um you know giving themselves a certain label or whatever that's cool too and they take that and make that empowering but I think it's also like we have to accept as a like pop culture society to also accept the people who don't want to focus on that and who don't want to talk about it um so I think it's cool because he's such a Harry Styles and Kenny Chesney they're such huge huge artists that with them not addressing it it kind of you know helps maybe smaller artists down the road who are feeling pressure about the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so that's, that's a really interesting point. Yeah. And diving more into it, I know we wanted to talk about Johnny Depp and his personal life and his yes. ex-wife's influence on it. So you want to transition? I know you had some things you wanted to say about it. Yeah. Um, I, it's just been all over anything, any social media that I have gone on in the past, like I would say week or so. Um, for those who don't know, uh, Johnny Depp um, was married to um, actress Amber Heard. I, they got divorced. I was looking at their timeline of their relationship. I think it was like in 2014, some, like years ago. Um, and she accused him of um, physically and emotionally abusing her and sued him. And then they went to now, you know, they've been in court for like, a, like four days or something, a couple of days. Um, and there's just so many clips of the uh, courtroom trials um, on Instagram and everything. And it was exposed in these courtrooms that um, there was a, there was a recording played of a conversation between the two of them. And she um, admitted to, physically abusing him so it's like now the tables are turned <laughs> completely um and I I just think it's really interesting and it's a tricky thing to talk about because especially in this day and age with the whole me too movement and everything like a lot of the time people are kind of trained at least at this point to always believe the victim and always believe the person who says so and so did this to me um but with instances like this and we've talked about this on the show before like it's when you lie about something like that it makes 
the situation that those people are in and any future situation so much more complicated because it's like the boy who cried wolf like who who do you believe in this regards who do you believe in that regards um and i don't think the trial is over yet so we can't you know speak on the like finality of it but um uh he uh, johnny depp and a bunch of other famous people um like you know spoke about in defense of him um, and uh, it's just a very interesting case um, because of the he said, she said kind of thing. Yeah, I think it's also interesting because now that it's coming out that it's looking more like not only did he not abuse her, but it's also looking like he was abused in the yes. situation. And with that leading towards that, like you said, with the whole Me Too and all of our responses now, he lost so many major contracts because of this he was in the fantastic beast series the harry potter series um he had like a main role in that and that role was only growing they cut him out of that and replaced him so he's not getting that back like he lost a lot of work because people rallied and were like we're no longer accepting this etc etc which i'm like like i i'm so for but i'm also so like oh but but no like that's not actually what happened so it's, it's interesting and it's, it's a tricky, it's like exactly like you said, like a tricky thing because you want to, you want to believe the, the victim and you do believe, but if someone actually isn't a victim and then they victimized him. So we just swung the issue in the entire opposite direction. And also I think it's interesting because we're so trained in, in our society to believe that like men are abusers and women are victims. Yes. And those are like such stifling roles on both sides. And that's, it, it, it's appearing like Amber um, took advantage of that, of the like, no one's going to believe you. And what, like your pride's going to tell you, you're going to go out and tell people that like you were hit by a woman. Like, yeah, your pride's going to do like that kind of um, demasculating yeah. image that comes with that. You know, it's, it's so nuanced, so tricky, yeah. so many different layers. Yes. Yeah. It's so many layers and it's, and exactly what you just said right there. That's when the whole emotionally manipulative and emotionally abusive part comes into it is she was taking that um, assumption that people have, or that stereotype of men being the like overly dominant one in that sort of dynamic and the woman being the one who's being hurt physically and or emotionally and she yeah she used that to her advantage and I was reading something right before we um we recorded just to kind of get more specifics on it and they're saying now and again this is not finalized or anything so obviously things can change and we don't know for sure but um they are saying that through these clips and through the more research that they're or the information that they're learning about amber heard is that it looks like she has personality disorders um and the clips of her um conversing with people in the courtroom she seems very happy and very smiley and it people were describing it as it looked like like a like a notification went off in her brain where she remembered that she had to look sad and upset and her face it was kind of scary like it just changed instantly and she, it's like she has a lot of control over the way that she presents herself um and i think that's again another thing that this trial is using um in johnny depp's favor um but yeah just like again what you said before like he good that these companies and these organizations when the information they had was against him that they did you know drop him from this stuff because we would want organizations to do that and take those accusations seriously but now when there's more information coming out it like it sucks to know that he lost out on money and reputation things and opportunities and yeah i'm, I'm interested to see how how it'll turn out for sure yeah, and just like building on that too of the emotional manipulation and abuse, like a video came out one of the other days, one of the other days of the trial uh, of him saying like, I'm going to tell people that you, that you're doing this to me and her being like, oh, who's going to believe you? Like you're a straight white it's man. Terrible. Literally it's no terrible. one's going to believe you. Um, and it, it's just an awful situation. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I really hope, I really hope justice is given to 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 Johnny Depp because I 
I love the Pirates of the Caribbean, okay? I think he's a great actor. <laughs> yeah, <you do. laughs> he like, no, he like really gets into his roles. He's like super yeah. into method acting, I've heard. And he's like really takes them seriously, which I think is really cool. Yeah, no, and I I I hope it does too, even just to like these big name trials can set such a huge precedent yes. precedent like trickle down. And so like if if this trial, the end result of it is him getting the justice that it, that he deserves. I think that can be really influential, even for like just showing men who are in similar abusive relationships that like, like, no, that's valid and you deserve justice for that, yes. that it's not just a one-way street, like yes. that you can take this to trial. You can win that trial. It's not demasculating. Yeah. It, and it's not it, unheard it's real. of. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah retweet to everything you just said (laughs) um should we uh should we move on to something a little bit more positive yeah let's lighten let's lighten the the podcast we always do that we always do that (laughs) we always start talking about some some serious thing and then we're like and now a silly riddle for you (laughs) you're like okay yeah the world's terrible so let's do a riddle to make yeah no a little goofy that is the truest <laughs> statement we have said the entire episode <laughs> all right all right um would you like to read our riddle for us i would love to okay so last week's riddle here we go a man who was outside in the rain without an umbrella or a hat didn't get a single hair on his head wet hannah why is that <laughs> Good question, Gabriella. The answer of how this man who was outside in the rain without an umbrella or hat didn't get a single hair on his head wet was simply because he was bald. There was ah, in fact ha, ha. no hair on his head to be wetted. So funny. <laughs> We're hilarious. Literally so funny. <laughs> um, so for those who haven't listened in a while or who have not ever listened, um, when we do these weekly riddles, we give you a shout out if you get the riddle right. And Hannah, do you know who got the riddle right this week? I don't, Gabriella. Tell me who. My friend Matt again got Matt. the riddle right. Yes. Superstar Matt. Woo! That's twice now. Yeah. You're like, um, actually, you hold the, the record. <laughs> Yeah, the sunny side of record <laughs> we should like dedicate an episode to him or something yeah no we should he has really good music taste um maybe we should make him a playlist in his honor maybe that I, could be our that's a, such a good idea I like that next idea. playlist <laughs> but um yeah so he'll be also getting a shout out on the Instagram so mm-hmm. to anyone who's listening and is like I don't really care about the riddle I don't really want to answer no yes, there's you incentive do. yes you do um, cause maybe even if you get the riddle right, like five times or something, we'll like bake you cupcakes or something. I don't know. Yeah. With the secret 21 yeah. recipe. Hannah, Hannah has the exactly. best recipe. <laughs> Never going to live that down. Yeah. Check back to um, previous episodes to understand that reference. <laughs> yeah. We're not even going to explain it for you. No, we're not. <laughs> um, okay. So Hannah, can you tell the viewers or the listeners, I'm sorry, what this week's riddle is? I would love to. This week's riddle is about us. <laughs> well, it's, it's about me at least. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, I'm dyslexic and dysgraphic. And so sometimes when I write, words just don't work out. And so me trying to write Gabriella's name just simply... It actually is still spelled wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I intentionally left it spelled oh, wrong. Oh, okay. 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 And we'll I did it. it wrong with the other one too. I did it wrong. Yeah. That, that That's part good. I like it. So I wrote Gabriella's name, G-A-B-R- E I originally there was one L L A. So that's fine. That I'll answer not, to it. I don't care. That is not how you spell her name. Anyway, Hannah and Gabriella were going to a concert. The show featured Gabriella's favorite band and Hannah's favorite rapper. Together, the show was only worth 45 cents. Who performed at the concert? Hmm. Hannah, I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait a whole seven days to figure this out. Yeah, yeah, we will. Can you read it one more time? Yeah, man, I got it. Oh my God, I love this. Okay, Hannah and Gabriella were going to a concert. The show featured Gabriella's favorite band and Hannah's favorite rapper. Together, the show was only worth 45 cents. Who, who, man, who performed at this concert? <laughs> Good questions. I didn't tell you this before um, when we, I like found this on the interwebs. Um, and I didn't tell you this before, but I had heard this same thing 
very recently the same riddle mm -hmm. and it was because it was it was on a bumble profile oh my god and i only matched with the guy to figure out what the answer was. <laughs> good good and that was our conversation so not well, only if you if you figure this out if you spend some time thinking about this and get it right not only will you win sunny side up but you'll also win bumble yeah a good i mean hey the tactic worked for you so think of who else the tactic could work for anybody the, the themes of this episode so far have been like capitalism <laughs> love <laughs> romance <laughs> bumble marriage pack like we are all over the place yeah no i mean hey those things all kind of go are they're at least in the same field sort of they might not be touching but they're they're there the intersection of capitalism the and intersectionality marriage <laughs> that is this episode there you go there you go <laughs> hey an essay could be written on those two things i think and this would be it it would, it would yeah. result in this yeah. podcast speaking of essays i do think and i think about this every single time either one of us like you know we bounce back and forth uh, you know with ideas and stuff and whenever we are responding to something that the other person says we're always like yeah going off of that or like back to what you said before we're <laughs> circling so, back <laughs> yeah we're so like either like newscaster news anchor or teacher or essay writer it's just so funny to me <laughs> I, we I, are just so funny to me not gonna lie <laughs> i yeah let's keep a tally of how many times we say that can someone whoever does that We'll give you something. I don't know. We'll make it's you gonna more It's going to be Matt. It's going to be Matt. My money's on Matt. Yeah. <laughs> Our most yeah. dedicated listener. Oh, Him yeah. and Carson. Carson listens all yes. the time. Yeah. Shout out. See, shout Carson got a shout out. That's what you do. That's yeah. what you get if you're an avid listener. Correct. Correct. And with that, I think we got to we gotta wrap it up for next wrap week. Wrap it up a little bit. All righty, man. Um, Thanks for listening, Home Skillet. <laughs> Yes. Thank you for hopefully listening to our freaking awesome podcast or no, not podcast. I mean, yes. Thank you for that. But for, to our playlist, that's what I meant to say. Both. Um, yes. And it'll be on our Instagram, sunny side up, Elon, you already know the spiel. And it'll be cute. We've been doing, Gabrielle's been going off with the playlist and making these cute little graphics for Woo! it. So it's like an aesthetic win as well as a enjoyable win. Yes, because what the heck else do I have to do? You can always like, sit there and look pretty. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to look rough and raggedy. Grr, that's what I want to do. Rock I, on. I, I loved you on your story. Gabriella on her story today posted a little What are you exposing? Meme. It was like a little meme thing. <laughs> it was like, I like bad girls. And then it was like, well, that's good because I'm bad at everything. <laughs> yes. No, because, oh my God. Yeah. Example A, so breaking good. my foot, walking like Literally normally. Walking. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, this is true. This is true. Um, Alrighty. Yes. All right. Home skillets. Thank you for Until listening. Until next week. Yes. Eggs out. Eggs out. <laughs>